2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: Now on the
4: Daily Mix Show.
2: Damn,
5: some birds aren't
6: meant to be caged. Yet, here we are, butt naked, eating soggy bologna sandwiches. Figure it's time to get busy living and get busy winning.
4: Let's play <laughs> is where lawbreakers become game changers and this week we are playing for tickets to see trevor noah at the paramount theater on saturday march 23rd let's meet our cellmates joshua in gig harbor you had what i will call a reverse cop chase
7: <laughs> yeah kind of funny i was living by a, a junkyard and my buddy was on a front loader so i walked over there before i have Already being watched by cops, and it was why uh, were you were, drugs?
8: All right, I appreciate the honesty.
7: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's uh, where they make a lot of cheese at up in Oregon. Okay, so I was right next to a, a junkyard, and I walked over there, and my buddy seeing the cop looking at me. And he seen him look around or, sorry, excuse me, turn around. And I got on the front loader and I was talking to him and he said, there's a cop right there. And I said, where? And he, and he said, just look, he's in the bushes. And I seen, I jumped down. I started running after him. I was running on the railroad tracks, uh, chasing him. He finally thought to himself, probably, I'm supposed to be chasing the other guy. So he turned around and told me to stop. And did you? No.
8: (laughs) Never thought of the old reverse psychology way of chasing a cop instead.
7: (laughs) I I was highly intoxicated.
8: How much trouble did you get for this?
7: None.
5: Really?
7: After that, I had uh, skipped town and went to Yakima for for some time to cool off I I would do that. Go to Oregon, get in trouble, come to Yakima, let it cool off, do the same thing. How's life for you nowadays? Are you everything good? Oh yeah. Been clean for uh twenty years. Hell yeah. Sober, sober from alcohol. I almost actually died. Uh, I've been in the hospital for two months. But uh the 2021, when COVID started
3: hitting, December.
7: That's when I went in.
3: Right on.
4: Well, good for you, man. Glad well, to hear glad, you're I'm doing well. I'm glad you're all
8: right. I'm glad you're sober, my friend.
4: <laughs> yeah, me too. All right, Joshua. I can let's meet. <laughs> yeah, let's meet your cellmate, who is Jean in Kent. You stole McDonald's plastic balls to make your own ball pit. Oh, my
8: gosh.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I did that. Uh, 16, 17 years old, I had uh, inherited my first car from my grandpa's, an old full size Ford Chester van. And, uh, you know, I didn't have any money to pit my ride, per se, because I spent it all on high zooten sound systems. You know, you got to have subwoofers when you're 17 and in the late 90s. Hell
8: yeah, you got to have that bass pumping. Yes.
0: (laughs) So, uh, me and my friends, I what could make this van a little cooler. A ball pit. So uh we went to McDonald's. Me and four or five of my stoner friends stuffed all of our oversized shirts with as many balls as we could from the McDonald's ball pit. And um, then just skated out of there as quickly as possible. Uh, no idea that one of the employees had seen us doing it the entire time uh, and taken down my license plate number. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't until, like... I don't know, six months, maybe longer. Later, uh, long since got tired of the ball pit. Realized having a bunch of plastic balls rolling around the floor of your car really isn't like safe as you drive. Yeah, you gotta kind
8: of. You probably should build a little barrier or a little dam for those balls in the back.
0: The subwoofer enclosure held in pretty good for a while.
8: <laughs> I bet it made the balls bounce.
0: It did. It did.
8: Uh, but, I'll be honest, dude. Uh, in my, I'm in my 40s. And I'm very impressed by this. I kind of wish I had a ball pit in my car.
0: I, I kind of miss it. Uh, <laughs> but the police did end up showing up at my mom and dad's house, though, and uh, they're like, "Hey, you, you did this? And like, I, I sure did." Like, well, they want them back. Uh, luckily, I had bagged them up and still had a you know two full dump, you know huffy trash bags full of plastic McDonald's balls in the garage, so I had to haul him back with my tail between my legs and tell the manager, "I'm sorry, I stole his balls." <laughs>
4: You're inspiring me, Gene. I, I want a ball pit van now. <laughs> All right, it's, Steve Nix. Based on the severity <laughs> of the crimes of our two cellmates, who should go first in the game?
6: Uh,
8: man, let's go with Gene and the plastic ball pit.
4: I love it. All right, Gene, first question to you. This weekend, Ric Flair will turn 75. What nickname did he adopt in the world of professional wrestling back in the 70s?
0: Oh, Steve's going to hate me for not knowing this. All I know is woo!
4: <laughs> <laughs> that would be the nature of your boy. boy Ric Flair. All right, Joshua. The best selling candy bar in the United States is also the best selling candy bar in the world. What is it?
8: If you get this right, you win.
9: Snickers.
4: Yes, baby! Congratulations, hey, Joshua. You are winner, going to winner. see Trevor Noah. And We're James, so excited for you.
9: We have we
8: have a pass to McDonald's Playland for you.
4: <laughs> well, there is a gentleman from Oak Harbor who just did something ridiculous up in Bellingham that is getting attention all over the world with hockey fans and beyond. His name is Kyle Sorensen, and he's going to join us and tell us what he did after Lenny Kravitz.
2: The Daily Mix Show.
4: A man hailing from Oak Harbor just put on an event in Bellingham that got the attention of the hockey world. Even the NHL covered it on their social media.
8: Kyle Sorensen, he's a fellow beer league goalie. He also, he organizes five on five, all goalies. Just full goalies, all in their gear, playing hockey. And it's called Oops! All Goalies. And also the Kraken, they covered it during their broadcast. Is
3: this the future of hockey? Not the puck drop. Five on five. And only goalies are (laughs) involved. (laughs) This is outstanding. This is the creation of Oak Harbor's Kyle Sorensen, who calls this game, oops, all goalies. Now, this action is from Bellingham, but I'm thinking this would be awesome for an intermission of a Kraken game right here at Climate Pledge Arena.
4: Good morning, Kyle Sorensen. This is awesome, dude.
3: Oh, thanks. I
1: really appreciate it. The attention of this has just been uh, pretty unreal. did not expect uh, all of this after I organized this. Dude, Kyle, it's funny. It's really fun, it's really
8: fun. Yeah, because we've been following each other on on social media, and I remember I saw you posting. and I'm like, "What a cool idea!" And I saw like even in some goalie groups on social media, like because uh, I play goalie as well, and you know, there's some goalie groups on social media on Facebook and things, and it's being shared there, and it's like overwhelmingly positive. How people are like, "This is too cool!" But the part that blew me away was I think it was yesterday or the day before. I'm on the NHL's social media account, and they're sharing your video, and I'm just like, "That had I, I'm sure that wasn't." Uh, In the back of your mind, at some point, you know, the National Hockey League is going to acknowledge something that you did for fun over in Bellingham, Washington.
1: No, absolutely not. I never expected the NHL to reach out to me, let alone um, you guys or anybody else for that matter. You know, it kind of started with Kate from the Seattle Times. I guess she heard about it too, seeing some of the stuff on Facebook. um, And she decided to drive up to Bellingham in the middle of the night on Saturday to meet a bunch of goalies she doesn't know. Um, and she just wrote this amazing article
8: about it. And it just snowballed from there. Driving up to Bellingham to meet a bunch of goalies sounds like a terrible idea as a fellow goalie. <laughs> that, that, I know. Like, I, it was so shocking. that
6: I actually thought my friend Charles
1: was messing with me when I first read her email because he loves pranking people. So it was pretty it was a pretty funny story.
4: So question for both of you as goalies. It, it, and I, I guess in this uh, event that you put on. Are people that aren't actually goalies allowed to just dress up as a goalie and participate, or can you just sniff out a non-goalie?
1: I would have been able to sniff out a non-goalie pretty quick, and I'm sure Steve could too. Wearing goalie pads really changes the game when it comes to skating, um, and especially the way people hold their sticks. Yep. So I think I would have sniffed it out pretty quick. I knew pretty much every single one of those goalies. Most of them hailed from either – the Kraken Hockey League out of Seattle or Stack Deck Hockey League out of Everett. A couple of the guys were Bellingham goalies. Shockingly, most of these goalies were not from Bellingham. Only, I think, three
8: or four of them were Bellingham locals. And they have a good rank up there from what I've heard. So that that was a good spot to to, to put it on. And I, I read that there was some strange rules. It wasn't like your traditional hockey game with the five goalies against five goalies. And you had goalies in net trying to stop them as well. But what were some of the rules for this game?
1: So I really wanted it to just be very goalie focused. We didn't have any players at all. Um, No goalies were allowed inside the crease. You were allowed to make goalie saves from outside the crease, which led to what we coined the 20 hole goal. Uh, A guy named Jack scored on four goalies at once, all trying to make a save. And it was just one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Um, We had no offsides. We we started with offsides, but I kind of let the refs have carte blanche. Um, So Rip and Jesse, these two reps that came up, you know, one of them came up from Burien just to do this. Um, Yeah. And he he drove all the way up there. I let them have their phones out filming stuff. They had carte blanche to call penalties when they felt like it because that led to a penalty shot. So if I, if I tripped you, Steve, I would have to go in net and then you would get a shoot (laughs) on me. Okay. Um, That's pretty awesome. Yeah. If you scored a goal with your goalie stick, your glove and your blocker, that counted as two goals. But I allowed the goalies to forego their goalie stick for later stick uh, to shoot and score, and then get one goal. And only two goalies showed that option, and only one of them scored. So but all the penalty shots, only one of them ended up in a goal.
4: So based on how much popularity this, you know, kind of garnered up, are you seeing yourself replicating this event in other spaces and places?
1: Well, I don't know about other states. I, you know, I talked to some other people because when I first came up with this idea, I had posted it for months, uh, and I know somebody else hosted an event based off my idea up in Canada because they had sent me some videos and were like, "Dude, thanks for this idea. We had a blast." Um, I've talked to a couple people at KCI about maybe doing it down there. Uh, KCI is in Cracking Community Ice flex. If I did it again, something bigger, I would like to do it a fundraiser for kids. You know, whether it's youth hockey or raising money to uh, for school supplies because that's one of the biggest things that kids need is school supplies. That and goalie um, gear for
8: kids. It ain't cheap. I'm sure parents would appreciate cheap. some goalie gear that's accessible at the rinks. Steve, my kid
1: is about to turn five, and he's been skating since he was about two years old. And he is just so desperate to be a goalie, and I keep ripping pucks at him, hoping he says no. But <laughs>
8: <laughs> typically, a goalie would be like, "No, you don't want to be a goalie because you just see all those dollar signs and all those, those that, that money leaving your wallet." And kids, they keep growing, so that they keep getting new gear. So it's 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 a never ending struggle.
1: Yeah, it's been brutal every day. I want to be goalie. I want to be goalie. I just, I don't, I don't want it. I don't want to spend the money on
4: it. We're talking what? to Kyle Sorensen from Oak Harbor who organized an event called Oops All Goalies Five on Five Goalie Gear Game. And Kyle, I'm just curious, being that you are from Oak Harbor, where do you skate?
1: Um, That's a great question. I skate all over. Um, I drive anywhere. I coach hockey in Bellingham for the Whatcom Warriors, like the uh, AU kids. Um, I mostly skate in Everett and Linwood area in Seattle. So, like I said, I play for the Kraken Hockey League, and I play in um, a league called Stack Deck, which is run out of Everett. Nice. But but I've worked from home before COVID, so my life really didn't change that much when it came to that work-from-home environment. Um, And I grew up in Alaska, so driving an hour to a hockey rink is just not that big of a deal to me.
8: Are you seeing more kids wanting to play hockey now? that The Kraken have had the success that they've had, and obviously a lot of people who were never even didn't even know anything about hockey, and didn't know offsides from icing, but all of a sudden now are big fans of the sport. Are you seeing more and more kids wanting to play the sport?
1: Yeah, it's amazing. It's actually, um, uh, now that the seasons are coming to an end, USA Hockey is doing a try hockey for free weekend. Um, That's just huge. And a lot of the rings participate in it. It's a way to get kids out there to try hockey for free um, without parents having to invest all that money just to see uh, if you like hockey. Because that's the thing about hockey. It's really hard to find out if your child actually wants to do it. Or whereas like baseball or soccer or basketball, it's a pretty affordable thing to just try, right? Whereas hockey is not. So um, if anybody listening thinks that hey, my kid might like hockey, just Google try USA Hockey. Um, You'll find it should be the first thing that pops up. There'll be a website you can type in your zip code, and you'll find your local rink that has a try hockey coming up for free.
4: Kyle and Steve, you guys are both beer beer leaguers. What about adults? What about adults that want to learn how to play hockey?
8: They do try hockey for adults as well. They do? Absolutely. Oh I know a lot God. of people who started in their 40s, and now it's like something that they've been doing for 15, 20 years.
1: Yeah, I'm actually glad you brought that up. So one thing I didn't mention about our goalie game was I did not want to exclude anybody. Um, I love goalies, and I I just I mean, I love people. I love talking to people. Um, so we had all skill levels. Uh, we literally had people that had just started being goalie a couple months ago. Like, this is the first time they played hockey. They just joined a hockey team, and they came out there. Uh, and then if you guys know what uh, an e-bug is, an emergency backup goalie, we had one of those guys that is our local emergency backup goalie for the Kraken. So, you know, basically a professional goalie. Is They're that Tyler? So we had a that? Huh? It, is it, Is his name Tyler? Uh, he- Kyler's one of them, so there's five of them. This guy's name was uh, Frankie. Uh, okay. and he was just one of the coolest guys we'll ever meet. Huge personality.
8: Just couldn't be fun. Couldn't be more fun to have there. That's awesome, man. Well, it's a it's a great thing that you did, and it's a, uh, hopefully maybe we'll see it one day over at Climate Pledge Arena in between periods where they'll do something like this, man. Thanks for joining yeah, us, Kyle.
1: Uh, I'm waiting for that phone call. If anybody listening has that ability, uh, me and my friends would absolutely love to do it. Even if we did it with kids, I'd help organize it.
4: Thanks, awesome. Man. Thanks, Kyle. And just all goalies.
8: Snow King is doing their tri-hockey for free this Saturday over at Snoqualmie. So oh, if that's want to go fantastic. I'm sure other places are doing it as well. I still have this crazy thought one day. I don't know if we'll ever be able to pull it off. I want to create the world's worst beer league hockey team and just have like Rockaholics who maybe have just started playing or, you know, and just create a hockey team and play like the lower level league just for the hell of it, man. It'd be so much fun.
4: I mean, you've seen me on skate, Steve, can I be on the team?
8: <laughs> I, 100%. That's where I first thought the idea, watching you skate. I'm like, we could do something with this. We could
4: put this idiot on the
8: game? Get like jerseys, and just like I'm in, just a reason to hang on a locker room and drink beers. Really, I definitely need a helmet. Well, yeah, they make you wear helmets at this <laughs> sport called hockey.
4: Well, a man had something up his nose that nearly killed him. What was it? We're gonna tell you at 8 20. Yes.
2: The Daily.
9: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
4: What was the strangest reason you ended up at the doctor's or in the emergency room? 206-803-ROCK, please call us now and tell us about it. There's a man from Florida who had to have 150 live bugs Removed from his nose.
8: Bugs. Bugs. How did I get up his nose? I
4: don't know. I don't... I'm so creeped out by this, I can't even handle it. Oh, so,
8: apparently, he was. He said he was handling dead fish, and he failed to properly wash his hands.
4: Oh! But how did... And it was, he just
8: picked his nose?
4: He started to complain That's about a having a lesson
8: learned. No, his Clean nose your hand started. Before you pick your nose.
4: His nose started having like bleeds. You know, he was having issues with nasal bleeding. Okay, and that was a big you know issue. So the the team removed the bugs before they made it to his brain, which is a good thing.
8: No? Is it, or would he become Bug Man?
4: <laughs> well, they said it could have killed him, but maybe okay. it would have just given him superhuman I've, bug powers. I've
8: watched way too many Marvel films. I'm like, he will become Bugman.
4: Apparently, this condition is called nasal myiasis.
8: Yeah, that's totally where it is. rolls yeah.
4: right off the tongue. Yeah. And and it's just nasty. It's just really grossing me out.
8: Yeah, that's that's a lot. Well, if you talk about grossing out and having to go to a doctor for it, uh, our friend Danny over here, I'm still not really a fan of looking at him at, right now. Oh. <laughs> so, what was it? Two days ago, Danny, you know, sent us all an email to tell us how his day went. Yeah. And, which is fine. I have no issues with you sharing, like, Crazy things that have happened. I think that's it's cool to get to get to know what's what's happening in your world when we're not together. But then you sent a picture of what happened, and it was there was like no warning. It was just there. I opened up my email, and it was the grossest thing I've ever seen. I don't I don't even know if I want.
4: (laughs) Danny looks so pleased with himself as you're telling this. By the way. Well, it's because
9: it was one of those things that, like, I, I asked myself before sending the email, should I attach the picture? I was like, nah. But then we had literally just had a conversation in the studio about Ryan Castle going to the the doctor and having his, and Steve was like squeamish when Castle was trying to show us the pictures of his head. No, I was just squeamish. I just said point blank, don't show
4: it to me. <laughs> well, and now that, that photo, did <laughs> you just to be fair, to be fair, that photo involved
9: blood. Yeah. But so mine was just, I went to the doctor and they were like, "Well, you have a lot of earwax. And I was like, oh, and they're like, have you ever gotten it cleaned? And I was like, no. And so they told me over the weekend, go get this stuff and try it. You know, it's like drops and you put it in. It's supposed to melt away your earwax. So I tried it. Did not work. Is so, that a weird sensation to drop these things in your ear? I mean, if you've been in a pool and you get your ears plugged, that's just literally what it feels like. It, oh, it imme- I hate that. Yeah, it immediately plugs up your ear. And especially because I guess my earwax was so bad <sighs> that it was like preventing anything from draining out. I-
8: This might be a very stupid question to ask, and I'm sure like people have asked you this. It's kind of like, you know, I can't find my keys, but where'd you put them last? Do you ever clean your ears? Yes. Okay, I I remember. Yeah, Yeah, no, it's fine. I I saw the picture, and I'm just like, my first thought was, does this guy not own a Q-tip? Should I buy him a box Steve of Q-tips? Steve Migs,
4: I am not a doctor, but I will tell you, doctors will tell you, do not put Q-tips inside your
9: ear. 100%. The doctor got mad at me when I told... Because you're what? pushing the wax in. Exactly. I don't even really know why. He's just like, do not use Q-tips ever for your ears. Ever. Q-tips are not, are not specifically for your ears.
8: Nope. nope. Well, it's I've been bad.
4: using
9: them my whole life, and I never had to get a
8: giant clump of wax
4: <laughs> well, dished out of my ears. you apparently have very open ear canals. Yeah. Danny and I both suffer from narrow ear canals. I have had you're ear not the first pulled person up that, before. You're
8: not the first person <laughs> to tell me that I have open you're ear, canals. ear canals. You have girthy ear canals. <laughs> yes, they're very girthy.
4: But, so I've had, stuff, I've had to go and have stuff pulled out of my ear before, but I've never had anything that looked like what you showed us. I've never done it,
9: and so I go back to the doctor this week for the, my allergy test, and they looked again, and they were like, wow, that did not help at all. Did you not do the eardrops? And I said, no, they didn't. Said, okay, you're gonna have to go get them professionally cleaned. Oh, so they sent me up to the sixth floor... <laughs> and they were, there's an ear cleaner there is a guy girl no, no it was a girl uh-huh very attractive female female doctor actually and she she sits down and she's like all right let's see oh And she pulls out. She's like, did you try the eardrops? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, okay, we're going to have to use the vacuum. The vacuum. (laughs) I I didn't
4: even know that was a thing. uh, Right?
9: Do they shove the vacuum in your ear? Yes. And it just sucks? It is the weirdest thing ever. She's like, it's going to be really loud for a second. So they put it in there. And yeah, sure enough. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, she's like, here it is. And I was like, oh, my God. And she's like, that's not even all of it. Do you feel like you could hear better? Yes. Really? The way that I put it is that it's not necessarily that I hear better. It's that I hear sharper. So the way that I kind of say is like, if you've ever like edited a photo, and it's kind of like blurry, and then you use the sharpness feature, and it just like defines all the edges. That's what my ears feel like. Right you up now. the structure on the, yeah. on, the, on, the, on the settings. I can hear like S's better. It sounds just sharp. And do you like that, or do you miss having things muffled? No, <laughs> you it's
8: know, a, yeah. Your whole like however long, yeah. You've heard, you, you've been hearing things one way. Like when I get new headphones, I'm like I miss my old headphones because over the time they've kind of dulled out a little bit. Sure. They're not as crisp. Yeah. Like I'd almost be like, I shove some more stuff back in my ears again, dude. I love it. It's oh, okay. Fi-
9: it's and she and she was like, you know what? Go swimming, and I bet you you're not going to have any water get stuck in your ears. Wow. She was saying that the earwax was so bad that it was holding water in my ears.
4: So I have a question the the photo that you sent us. Never just, send that again. First of all, don't. We're not going to post it. I don't think. No. no, it would be like a trigger warning situation. Yeah. Yeah. But it almost looks like a shard. Yeah. Was Was that the biggest? Thing that came out of your ear, or was there was there more than no that?
9: that that was that was it? It was only my right ear that had the the crazy wax buildup, and it looked like basically an earplug of wax. That's crazy, and that wasn't even Ooh. all of it. One last
8: question, because uh, <laughs> I definitely want to hear from those. We have a lot of texts and, and calls as well. But do you think
9: part of it was because you use earplugs? Were you shoving the wax in your ear more? Did Funny they- enough, I asked that. No, okay, yeah, yeah. I asked that same thing because I thought I thought that it was going to be one of those. Hey. It's going to be, it's, it's, you've used earplugs for, you know, music. Yeah, I thought maybe you are just pushing it in too much. For emo night. And they said, no, that shouldn't affect anything. And, and I also asked, I was like, well, is it because like I use earplugs to sleep? Maybe it's not draining at night. And she's like, no, that shouldn't have anything to do with it. You just have excessive earwax in your right ear. Someone says, I have ear problems as well. The absolute relief of the
8: doctor getting the wax out is unreal. It is.
4: It's, it's beautiful. (laughs) What was the strangest reason you ended up at the doctor's office or in the ER? 206-803-ROCK. Call us up now, and we will take those calls after Van Halen.
2: The Daily Mix Show.
4: What was the strangest reason you ended up at the doctor's or the emergency room? 206-803-ROCK. Give us a call and tell us all about it. Jeremy in Silverdale, your stepson got shot with a BB gun and then tried to cover it up.
5: Yes. Uh, he came home from visiting a friend and um he said that he rolled a 400 pound quad over on him and he got stuck in the leg. and i was like that's not what happened he's like yeah it is and we got into this big argument with between me and him and his mother and his mother's like why don't you believe him and i'm like Cause i'm not stupid and i know better <laughs> and um so <laughs> i said all right fine i'll take him to the er so on the way to the er i was hyping it up and um i said so that's the only that's the only thing that happened he's like yeah I said, you rolled a 400-pound quad over yourself, and all you got was a stick in the leg. He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, BS, but cool. So um I said, you know, we're going to have to have the doctor take x-rays and blah, blah, blah. I hyped it up enough to scare him into coming clean and saying, all right, fine, this is what happened. So they got it out and whatever, and um I got back to the house, and I was like, all right, now you got to tell your mom what happened. He's like, what? I said, I'm not telling her. You're telling her. I said, she already doesn't believe me. Right. So, um, So he tells her what happened. And I was like, dude, if you're going to be stupid, at least be smart about it. And she goes, how did you know that's what happened? I said, because I was dumb.
8: I was equally as stupid as him.
5: him. (laughs) Not equally, because I wore pants and a helmet. Um, So this time he wore shorts. And, you know. Oh, for a second, I was
8: like, why is he pantless shooting BB guns?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, your phone's dying on us. Derek and Yakima, you had a cyst between your tailbone and you didn't even know it was there.
6: Correct. Uh, yeah, I had what is called a, a pionidal cyst. Okay. Um, growing between the very last fragment of my tailbone. Um, had no idea it was there. Um, and while doing uh, sit-ups one morning for exercise uh, in the military, um, I felt a pop and... Um, wetness between my butt cheeks. Um, kind of thought I, I soiled myself, got up went to the bathroom, saw it was a bunch of uh, discharge and pus, ended up going to the doctor, and yeah, wow. I had a, uh, a sit about the size of a golf ball that was uh, between my tailbone and the, me doing sit-ups, pushed the tailbone pieces together and ruptured it. <laughs>
8: See, so that would have been weird if you did feel it because I would be like a moment of panic. Like, am I growing a tail? Like, what's going on here?
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no bump on the exterior or anything. There was no um, identification from the exterior uh, before it ruptured that I ever had a cyst
4: ha- is that one where they have to go in and get the, like, they got to get the sack out so that it doesn't grow back or something? Like, you've never had it, it hasn't reemerged.
8: We just met Derek. Don't All talk right. to, <laughs> to him like that.
6: It, it was a, um... It was that type of cyst, um, and they had to go in and cut a wedge out of uh, my backside right where my uh, the bottom of my tailbone is, and about a half an inch wide and three inches long, um, they removed that out of me and uh, sucked me back up.
8: That p- The part where you first start feeling wetness, that had to be like the weirdest sensation because you're like, I don't think I did anything Wrong. Like, what is happening? Why am I? Did my water break? What's going on here?
6: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought I was pregnant or something. I didn't yeah. understand what was going on. Like,
8: oh, the guys are going to be really confused about this one. <laughs> Take care, of- <laughs> Eric.
4: Ocean Everett, you had a moth stuck in your ear canal. I
3: had a moth stuck oh, in my ear.
4: This is like my yeah, nightmare. It was,
3: so, I was out with some buddies. Uh, Left early from the bar, came home, and I was going to get in my front door, and I felt something by my ear. And so I kind of swatted at it, and then I felt it go into my <laughs> ear. And it was stuck in there. Went in, grabbed my roommate. My roommate, it was so far down into my ears that my roommate couldn't even see it. <laughs> so then I had to go to the ER. And in order to take it out, they had to kill it first. So what they do is they put like eardrops in your ear to kill the moth. <laughs> so I'm sitting here literally like I could feel the thing like dying inside my ear. <laughs> it was the most stop and, I'm, and, it, and it took forever. So I'm like, and it's right on my ear canal, right on my eardrum. And I, so I have like this monster headache. And then like an hour later after I can feel the thing dying, they finally go in and pull the
4: thing out completely whole. Was it a large moth?
3: It was a large. It was probably about the size of a quarter,
4: like the ones that have the antennas.
3: Uh I don't know, because I was at that point, I was so agitated and upset. The doctor actually asked me, you put it into a little jar. He's like, "Do you want to take this home?" And I'm like, "No." Oh, oh I would have taken it home I, and made a necklace. I should have. I should have kept it. Just to... Show somebody, but no, yeah, at wear that it. I was so upset. I'm like, no, just throw that damn
8: thing in the garbage. Wear it as a necklace that way, you let all the other moths know that you're not someone to mess with. Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what? Now I'm gonna sleep with my hair and pigtails draped over my ears tonight.
8: I mean, there's a lot of bad sensations that we have to experience in life, but none I, I would put it like at the top of my list is that feeling of when a fly goes right by your ear, and oh, it's kind of well. like, you know, when you hear it. Oh, Oh, I'm freaking tearing out right now. Yeah. It's the worst sensation.
4: I have like tears in my eyes talking about this. It's making me very uh,
8: Oh, the, enti- the entire time Osh was telling the story, I didn't want to say anything because the more he talked, the more freaked out you were getting. And I thought it was the funniest visual ever.
4: <laughs> well, thanks for that, Osh. Who out there would like to beat Steve? We'd like to see it. We really would. He's currently 49, 15, and 5 in 2024. 206, 803 rock. We play Beat Migs at 850.